Hey everybody, this is Keith Loy. I'm the founding senior pastor of Celebrate Church in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and this is our podcast. I just want to say thank you for joining us, and it is my prayer that this week's message will truly encourage you. Enjoy. If you're a guest, I want to say welcome to our series called, I have no idea why we're doing this, Um, but welcome to our series called The Winning Game Plan. Now, even if you are a celebrator and you're joining us online, I, I simply want to say you need to go back and make sure you hear each one of these messages. In fact, just so you know, uh, Pastor Reed, many of you know Pastor Reed, uh, his number one role in this church is actually working with our multiplication and all of our church planting going on. And this is a series that we're going to make sure that every one of our planters have to go through. For all of our planters, not only that are currently planting, but it's absolutely essential before they even plant. In fact, we're at a place that if they don't listen to it, we're not going to plant with them. Because it's so important you understand that God set up a winning game plan. Everything God does wins. And God shows us how. In marriage, God gave us. I mean, I heard people say, man, there's no books out there about how to be married. It's like, yeah, there's one, and it's really good. (laughs) The Word of God works in every arena of our lives. And it's truly the truth that will set you free, and it's truth that will help you win every time. And so, Pastor Reed, I thought, did a masterful job. Isn't that what you told me to say? Yeah, and a masterful job. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Heavenly, heavenly. It was, um, and, and I thought he did. Walking through, what is God's system to not building the church but building the kingdom. And that's a different mindset. I share with you, I don't want to build a church. By the way, Jesus said he would do that. I want to build the kingdom because that's that's the place of forever. This is a temporary place. And if we could learn as a church how to think kingdom thoughts, I think it's a game changer. And Reed talked about it. Who's the pastors in the church? Yeah, you are. Who's the most important person? the guest or to be other minded and so you need to go back and listen to that again and then I thought Pastor Timothy did a masterful job talking about the system inside that system of what if you will three uh, chain links to what you and I need to do to be in our part within the body of Christ and he talked about three chain links doing what is right doing your best, and too often in our world, I mean, you're seeing it all over in the death of Kobe Bryant, what people were really chasing, and just being up front, you see it everywhere. We're always thinking, if I could be him, if I could be her, if I could do this, if I could do that, how about you just be you? Because God already made you successful. He already gave you a winning plan. So be your best. Be your best, and then treat others the way you want to be treated, just the way Jesus said. And then last week, I thought our pastor did a masterful job. I mean, just an awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Um, And now we're going to talk about laughter and, and something that I think is missing in the church. I mean, do you agree? 
Could we agree that there is just not enough laughter in our world anymore? Can we agree on that? And yet, the Bible says that we are to be joyful, full of joy. And in fact, the Spirit of God lives in us. Am I right? The Spirit of God lives in us. And if that's the case, shouldn't then that make us happy? It should. But yet, then the question is, is why is it in the church there's so many people that look so sad? All the time. All the time. There's a great verse in Proverbs, and I want us to read this together. Okay, you'll see it on the screen. Here we go. Let's read it together. A happy heart makes the face cheerful. Freeze, 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 freeze. Your face is not showing what you're saying. It says it makes the face what? Cheerful. Okay, smile, smile, smile real big. Show teeth, show teeth. Don't take them out, just show them. Okay, ready? Now let's say it again. Here we go. A happy heart makes, makes the, the face, face cheerful. cheerful. Exactly, that's what it should be. I heard about a story of a little boy that was asking his dad. He said, Dad, is our old mule a Christian? Dad said, why would you ask that? He said, well, because he looks a lot like our pastor's face. <laughs> mm, that sometimes is also too true. You know, Ken Davis is Ken Davis about me. Yeah, speak for yourself. Ken Davis is a Christian comedian. And he says this, and I, I believe it's true. He says, do you know that the gospel of Jesus is good news? Absolutely. It's good news. He says, then why don't you tell your face because it doesn't know it yet? Yeah. That's a lot of truth. So truth. You know, there's a book out, and uh, it's written by Richard Hanser, and it's about Abraham Lincoln during the Civil War days. Now, listen to this very carefully. This is amazing. This is our president. And there's so much about a president and many presidents we don't know about. And, and we learn history, I think, in, in such small bites, we never get the whole picture. Listen to this very carefully about Abraham Lincoln. The date is September 22nd, 1862. The War Cabinet is being summoned to the White House for a special session. They're in the middle of the Civil War. You can imagine the grief and the, and the struggle and all of the angst that's going on amidst not only the Cabinet, but our President. When they all came into the room, Lincoln was reading a book, and the book was entitled, High-Handed Outrage in Utica. Now listen carefully. Secretary of War Edwin McMaster Stanton later stated, and I quote, finally the president turned to us and said, gentlemen, did you ever read anything of Artemis Ward? Let me read a chapter that is so funny. Staten said he was furious, but Lincoln read on and on and on. At the end, he laughed mightily. Then he said, don't miss this. Gentlemen, why did you not laugh? With the fearful strain that is upon me day and night, if I did not laugh, I should die. And you need this medicine as much as I do. That's powerful. Pastor, he just said it. We take life so serious. I said it last week. It's just like so many Christians are constipated. You know it? And they're in dire need of some godly spiritual enema. I mean, loosen up. But we don't. We don't. It's just amazing what the world sees. So again, I want you to look at the screen. I want you to read out loud with me from Proverbs 17, 22. Come on, church. A cheerful heart is good. It's good what? It's good medicine. 
Folks, we live in a world where people take a lot of drugs. And those drugs are taken to try to lift some spirits within them. Can I offer a drug that you and I need to overdose on? It's free. You don't even need a prescription. Laughter. Laughter, it's good medicine. Listen carefully. According to the University of Michigan, children laugh. Children laugh 150 times a day. Do you know what the average adult laughs? 15 times a day. That's just an unbelievable moment. That's telling of a sign, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> That's one of my 15s. <laughs> Pace yourself, okay? If you got your notes, why don't you take them out? Because I want to give you some incredible things that laughter does. It's important you catch this. Folks, this isn't even just biblical. This is actually true in study after study after study. Let me tell you what laughter does, and it's an incredible gift that God gave us. It lightens our loads. We just said it. Life can be stressful, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. You don't have to look far. And so God gave us laughter. Did you know it's actually proven to be the most natural stress reliever we have? If you're under stress, laughter is a gift from God, and it's free. Some of you have financial problems, and it would actually help you and serve you best financially if you'd learn to laugh more. You'd probably go less, if you will, to Lewis or to Walgreens. We need to learn to laugh more. Folks, it's a, it's a God-given tranquilizer without side effects. It's an amazing thing. According to Mayo Clinic, listen, this, this is absolutely proven. According to Mayo Clinic, laughter actually aids breathing and protects the heart. You think God knew what he was doing? Why don't we trust that? You see, it increases your circulation when you laugh, improving the delivery of oxygen and nutrients to the tissues throughout the entire body. Laughter actually stimulates your immune system, and it's now known to fight off diseases. I could go off and share with you all kinds of studies that I've been reading about the power of laughter. But listen to Dr. Gulshan Asefi. He's a cardiothoracic surgeon at the Tucson Medical Center, and he's a professor at the University of Arizona. Here's what he writes. Laughter activates the body's natural relaxation response. It's like an internal jogging. I love that picture. It's like an internal jogging providing a good massage to all your internal organs while also toning abdominal muscles. You know, he doesn't say it in a study, but I think that if you can also pass gas while you're laughing, it's a double win for the body. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so turn to the person right beside you and say, pull my finger. Just... <laughs> you have no idea what I've been eating. Um, I, I don't know if you've ever seen one of these, but I, my nine-year-old thinks this is like the greatest Christmas gift you can ever give somebody. It's a cordless remote control fart machine. <laughs> it's all, it's all, listen. <laughs> you know what's funny is that grown adults, you get one of these and they oh, just yeah. start laughing. I just love it. See, I, I, I just think it's one of those things that, you remember I told you we ought to pass out, you know, we pass out roses? I think we should pass out one of these to everybody in this room. But, well, you don't need to, though, because if the woman's here and she's married, it's sitting right next to her. Uh, uh, so, that's that. true. 
That's true. <laughs> Folks, Proverbs 15 says this. Listen, this is in the Bible. Laughter brings joy to your heart. Good news makes for good health. Amen. Laughter brings joy to your heart and good news makes for good health. The Norwegian University of Science and Technology, I love saying that in all one statement. You know? The Norwegian University of Science and Technology reports, this is amazing, that a good sense of humor cuts one's chances of death by 70% compared to those with a poor sense of humor. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I'm not kidding you. I think there's some dead people in the world. They just haven't told their body yet. You know? I heard it said, what soap is to the body, laughter is to the soul. It's good medicine. Amen? Well, it's a medicine we need because there's so much stress in the world. Oh, my goodness. And people are just way too stressed out. Amen. They just really are. Let me give you an example. Say this word, silk. Silk. Say it again. Silk. Now say it five times fast. Silk, 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 silk. Okay, answer this question. What do cows drink? If you said milk, and a number you just said it, you are underway too much stress. They drink water. Cows don't drink milk. My land, you need to laugh more. My word. You know, Solomon said this, and I, I like it. He says this way, a cheerful heart is a continual feast. Amen. Pig it's out. In Proverbs. And so, man, if that's going to be a buffet, if you like buffets, pull your chair up to that buffet and let's get fat. Yeah. On that one, a fat of laughter. It lightens our load. But here's another thing it does. It's an incredible witness to the world. Oh, my goodness. Uh, say that with me. It's an incredible, incredible witness, witness to, to the, the world. world. Oh my, say it one more time. It's an incredible witness to the world. It not only lightens your load, it's a God-given gift to help you in life. But the witness that it is to the world and the lack of it when it comes from God's people, the witness to the world. See, one of my favorite verses comes out of Psalm. It's Psalm 126.3. I want you to listen to what it says, and then I'm gonna put it in its context. Here's what it says. We were filled with laughter and sang for joy. We were filled with laughter and we sang for joy. Now watch what happens. And all the other nations said of us, what amazing things the Lord has done for you. Now I'm, I'm owning that personally. This was said the day after the Israelite people were taken out of captivity in Babylon. They had been under a regime of ugly. They'd watched families brutally, if you will, killed and destroyed and torn apart. And the day after, the Bible says, we were filled with laughter and sang for joy. And everybody else said of us, what amazing things the Lord has done for you. But imagine being in that church. When the doctor tells you something you don't want to hear, I'm filled with laughter and I'm singing for joy. I lose my job. I'm filled with laughter. Yep. And I'm singing for joy. You say, wait a minute, Pastor, why would I do that? Because whatever you lose, what you'll gain in God is always much greater. And whatever you lose is always temporary at best. It's an amazing thing. I, I stop and think about this. Read. when's the last time someone has said that about us? And, and yet I, I'm going to sound a little arrogant, but I, I think they actually say 
quite a few good things. Because, man, you and I like to laugh. But when's the last time someone's ever said that to you? What amazing things God has done in their lives. We always have more reason to sing for joy than we do not. If all we get is Jesus and salvation, hello. Oh my goodness. Psalm 100 says, bring a gift of laughter. Sing yourself into God's presence. Sing into God's presence. I just love that. I wonder how inviting a church would be if you came into it and everybody looked like Eeyore. Yeah, no kidding. You know what I'm saying? God is good all the time. I mean, and yet that happens a lot. You know, obviously the guest is the most important thing for us. Question, if a guest is here tonight and they look at you and they look at your face while you're worshiping, while you're interacting with people, while we open God's word, would they see happy or would they see crappy? It's a good question. Laughter is incredibly contagious. We all agree with that? Yeah. It's incredibly contagious. People like being around people who love life. People love being around people who are having a good time. People love being around people who laugh. Joy is contagious. It's absolutely contagious. And by the way, who better to demonstrate that than God's children? That's part of our role to the world. Folks, joy, listen, joy is not an emotion. I've shared this with you before. It's, it's in Hebrew, it's kara, C-H-A-R-A. And, and it comes from the name of Christos, Christ. When you have Jesus, you have joy. Because greater is Jesus than anything I'll ever face. That's why the Bible says it was the joy set before him, the kara. By the way, that was within him that he endured the cross. Because Jesus knew, I win. I'm going to die and then I'm going to rise from the dead. Now, Satan doesn't know that. And I think there's a part of Jesus going, this is going to be really fun. Because he, he has no idea. God is always victorious. Don't you think we ought to live victorious? Amen? Come on, church. We have every reason to laugh. Every reason. How many are Chief fans? How many Chief fans? Come on, put your hands up. See, you should be happy because you already know we're going to win. See what I'm saying? You, 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 you see how that works? Okay, whatever. <laughs> I did that for Reed. <laughs> All right. But uh, Elton Trueblood, I want you to look what he writes. The Christian is joyful, not because he is blind to injustice and suffering, but because he is convinced that these in the light of the divine sovereignty are never ultimate. The humor to the Christian is not a way of denying the tears, but rather a way of affirming something which is deeper than tears. Amen? Yeah. Let me pause there for a moment. I want you to look at the screen. And I want to ask you, when you look at Jesus or think of Jesus, do you see this? Do, do you see heaven's version? These are heaven's version. Or do you have that Hollywood idea where he always looks somber and serious and sometimes mad? Do you ever see Jesus doing this? I'd like you to know he did because kids loved him. 
Jesus was known to skip through life. These are the pictures we need to get of who our Jesus is, people. Amen to that? Jesus laughed, people. The Bible even says it. In Psalm 2, it says, the one enthroned in heaven laughs. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. Listen to the words of Bruce Marciano in his book, The Footprints or The Footsteps of Jesus. Listen to what he writes. Yes, Jesus smiled. Oh, yes, Jesus laughed. Jesus smiled wider and laughed heartier than any human being who has ever walked the planet He was young. He radiated good cheer. Jesus was a man of such merriment, such gladness of heart, such freedom and openness that he provided and who he was proved to be irresistible. He became known throughout Galilee for his genuine strength, the sparkle in his eye, the spring in his gait, the heartiness in his laugh, the genuineness of his touch, his passion, playfulness, excitement, and vitality, his joy. He made a dazzling display of love. He set hearts afire. He was an elated, triumphant young man with an incredible quality of life. So different from the solemn religious types he constantly encountered. I love that. Wow, laughter. That's a great picture of who Jesus was. Amen. Absolutely. And we we believe and understand that laughter is a gift. I also think we don't understand that laughter is a weapon. Amen. that God give us to go after the enemy. Oh, absolutely. That's why I love what you said earlier. Anytime Satan reminds you of your past, absolutely. just tell him to pull your finger, okay? That's I mean, <laughs> it's all you need to do. Yeah, because it's really, is that, that's all you got, really? I have all of heaven. That's all you got? Yeah. It is. Amen. Absolutely. So let's talk about how can we rekindle this healthy, God-lived-out laughter? How do we do it? Here's a, one thing. You look for laughter. Amen. You look for it. It's all around us. Jesus says this in Matthew, and I think this is so right. The eye of the lamp is the body. If your eye is unclouded, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is clouded, your whole body will be full of darkness. I mean, can we admit, we just take life way too serious. That's right. We absolutely do. Would you write this down? Three words. Write this down. Outlook determines outcome. Say that with me. Outlook determines outcome. What you see is what you get. Absolutely. Which means laughter's all around us. You have to simply look for it. I love what Will Rogers said. He says, I never really didn't know any jokes. I don't know any jokes. He says, what I do is I just watch the government and report the facts. (laughs) (laughs) So true. By the way, you you go to Walgreens or Lewis Drug. And I mean, it's all around us, people. Laughter is all around us. On the box of x Lacks. Y'all know what Axlax is for. It says this on the box. Warning, works while you're sleeping. If there's a moment I don't want it to work, it's in the morning. You know what I'm saying? But it's easy to find because it's right next to the rubber sheets. Absolutely. Right there, you just find it right there. Church, listen. Listen carefully. If we can't learn to laugh, we will never know what it's like to really live. If we can't learn to laugh, you know that life that Jesus gave us, life to the full? Oh my goodness, laughter is a key ingredient to that. It's a key ingredient. That's why we have to look for it. It's all around us. That's why, this is getting a little, little sensitive here. That's why I think we need to pray as David prayed. 
Listen to what he says. Restore to me the joy of my salvation. Now I got a question for you. Are you even happy by the fact that you're saved? Do you like being saved? Be careful. Do those closest to you see how much you love being saved? Is there even one person going to be in heaven because of you? Boy, we need to pray, God, restore to me the joy, that joy of my salvation. That's powerful, just powerful. And so we have to look for it. It's all around us. But the second thing, then, is we need to laugh in life. We just have to laugh in life. And that means it's a choice. That's right. It's a choice we make. I love what Milton Berle, who's a comedian from years ago, said this. Laughter is an instant vacation. That's a good word. How many of you like more vacations in your, in your day and in your week? You can have all the you want. It's an instant vacation. I think it's a great word. And it's amazing how many people seem to refuse to go on it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we just said life is hard. I mean, my goodness, the day you're born, someone slapped you. I mean, it's, it's hard. It's absolutely hard. But do you remember? Do you remember the words of the great prophetess Mary Poppins? And remember what she said? Just a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. Folks, listen, life is a climb. Would you agree with that? I'm not saying we have to laugh our problems away. Sometimes I think the most important thing to do is face them. But you know what the gift of laughter does? It makes the climb a little easier. It just makes the climb a little easier. I love that. Love and, it. And, and if we could learn to laugh at our problems, We'd never stop laughing. <laughs> never run out of material. We'll never run out of material. <laughs> Am I right? Because it's always all around us all the time. So let's talk some practicalities. How do you live in laughter? Here's a couple suggestions. Hang out with funny people. That's right. That's people. why I hang out with you, man. Well, that's why I hang out with you. <laughs> we, I mean, we really do laugh a lot. But hang around people that like to laugh, that are fun to be with, that are funny. That's a good way to do it. Here's the second one, though. Hey, by the way. Sorry, I just got to cut yeah. you off because this is, this is a great little commercial. This is why mentoring is so fun. Being around children, yes. they say the darndest things. Would you agree with that? Yes. I mean, being a dad, one of the great things about being a dad is when our, little, when our kids were young, they just say things. The, the other day, I'm, I'm driving home and Jackson is, is next to me. And we're driving, and, and we're just having a conversation, and, and she, she's nine, okay? And so um, she wanted to burp, okay? And, uh, and she went to burp, and I could tell, and I happened to look at her, just rounded the corner, and I looked at her, and she went, <gasps> and she went, <laughs> came out the other end. And I look at her, and I go, what was that? And no kidding, she looks at me, and she goes, I tried to burp, it wouldn't come out, it went down to my butt, and I farted. <laughs> I think, I even think God was just like, I love that kid, you know? 
That was so funny. It's all around us. Don't have to look far. But some ways you can look for it, too, is even in areas of, of people who are humorous. For example, watching funny videos, funny home videos, those kinds of things. Uh, cards, I used to, at times when I got real discouraged, I would actually go to the bookstore and read Far Side. Oh, yeah. And I'd pull it out, and I would read for about half an hour, and I was, I was all better because of it. Maybe sometimes even going to greeting cards, because they're serious greeting cards, but then there's some fun ones. And there's also some that I wish were out there, discontinued them. Here, here's one of my favorite ones. It was a Valentine's Day card, said this. I always wanted someone to hold, someone to love. Having met you, I've changed my mind. <laughs> oh, that was my favorite. But this, this is another card that was really meaningful to me. This card was, I, I love this card. I love this one too. My tire was thumping. I thought it was flat. When I looked at the tire, I noticed your cat. Sorry. <laughs> these, are, these are two that I, I always like. Mary had a little lamb. She tied it to a heater. Every time he turned around, he burned his little cedar. <laughs> My favorite was, Mary had a little lamb, but now the lamb is dead. But it goes to school every day between two slices of bread. <laughs> There's tremendous benefits to just laughing. Oh, you, my goodness. You know, one of the things that left us, it lets you know who your real friends are and who really loves you. Absolutely. Okay, for example, if you ever know who really loves you and who's your friend, do this. Take your dog, take your spouse, put them in the trunk, close the hood, and just wait for an hour, then open up the trunk and see who's happy to see you. <laughs> who's ever happy is your friend. You know, it's, it's so true, though. It is. I mean, my goodness, you know, every time you open up, that dog's just so glad to see you. Man, because I, I know it, because Kay was not. She wasn't, she wasn't at all. Um, hey, and... In, in, by the way, I just got to throw this out. In keeping with the Super Bowl, what do you call 47 millionaires around a TV watching the Super Bowl? What do you call that? The Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> one, of, one of the most, I think one of the most coolest things, if, like if I was ever drafted in the NFL, and so, uh, I, if I was ever drafted, <laughs> it's wishful thinking, hang in here. It would be awesome to be drafted, though, by the Vikings. Because the first of every year, you never have to work anymore extra for a while. Extra vacation time. You never. Always extra yep. vacation time. It's, yeah, absolutely. Well, true. <laughs> laughter is a gift. It's given to us, and we need to use it. And so... As the band comes up, let's, uh, let's put a wrap up on a couple of thoughts here. The Bible describes heaven as a place of inexpressible joy. Amen. Think about that. Amen. Inexpressible joy. What that means, friends, is there's going to be a lot of laughter in heaven. Yeah. A lot of laughter in heaven. But we don't have to wait till heaven. That's right. We can start that now. In fact, the Bible says, see if you can finish this with me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. If you want more strength, have more joy, which means laugh. It's a gift. Let me jump in there, Reed. 
I said earlier, children laugh 150 times a day. I don't know if everybody picked up on this, but adults only laugh 15 times a day. And here's something everybody needs to know. There are no adults in heaven. That's right. That's right. There's no adults in heaven. There's just children. You see how we got sucked into life? See, the power of laughter does something that I don't think anybody realizes. You cannot laugh and think of anything negative at the same time. Can't be done. The moment you start to laugh, that joy, you, you see life in a healthy perspective, an amazing healthy perspective. You know, I said last week, we need to take the roses that we've smelled that God has given us and, and pass them around. Well, one of those roses is laughter. Giving yourself the gift and then giving someone else the gift. It's a beautiful thing. It's an absolute beautiful thing. I, I, have, I have seen it over and over and over again. Last night, we were with some friends and we went to Perkins. Uh, earlier that day, I was at High V and walked up and the person behind the counter was, you could tell, was not doing very well in High V. And within just minutes, she's smiling really big. I gave her a gift. Told her how beautiful she was. Thanked her, just smiled. And it, it changed her. It's a powerful thing. There's not enough. I, only, I wonder if there's anybody in the room, and I'm not asking for a show of hands, who was a little offended that they came to church and we sit here and crack jokes and had fun. That, that saddens me. It does. It does. Because this is what we're going to do in heaven a lot. Worship. We're going to laugh and oh. worship. I've got the joy, joy, joy. Oh, my goodness. Really? You're going to sing it like that? <laughs> Dear Lord, I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart, down in my heart, down in my, hey, wait, wait, wait. have you ever heard this one? Joy is the flag flown high in the castle of my heart. Anybody heard that one? And the king is in residence there. And then we always do this. Let it fly in the sky. Let the whole world know. We would do that as a family going down the interstate on family vacations. And my dad would be trying to hold it on the road. You know? Church. The joy of the Lord is my strength. It's time for God's people to quit being pansies, quit being wussies. It's time to recognize that we have every reason to rejoice because our God reigns. He'll always reign. He forever reigns. We have every reason. Amen. Oh, my goodness. Mm. 
I want to be a church that laughs. I want to be a church that has joy. Amen? You wrap this up, brother. The question is this for me. Maybe that's what thunder is. It's in heaven. That, that's, that's what it is. Oh. I'm just going to come back to finish with the, the question you asked earlier. That's a question that I need to ask. Would people know the joy of the Lord is my strength by what they watching me? Would they know it? By the way, exude through problems, which life has problems, life has struggles, but I maintain joy. I maintain optimism. I believe God is good all the time. I believe that. And I'm going to smile because I have victory. It doesn't matter what's going on here. I have victory. That's how we have to live. And when we do that, people will go, as the verse you brought out earlier, what is it that you have? What is it that allows you to do that? I know what you're going through. I know you're going through this and that. And yet, you have, what is that? Yeah. If we can be that way, friends, people are going to come saying, I need what you have. Amen. Father God, thank you that you are a God that created laughter. I believe this, when you created everything, I think you laughed all the way through it. I think you laughed when you created us because you knew the joy it would bring you in a relationship. God, thank you that you've given us this gift. It's also a weapon. God, I pray that each of us, every day we'd put it on because it's a decision. We'd put it on and then give it away every day. And as we do, that people would come to know you, the author and creator of laughter. Thank you. We love you. Well, thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past messages. And if you like what you're hearing, consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. It helps so much. You know, you can click the share button, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at Celebrate Church. For more content from Celebrate and to connect with us, go to celebrate.church. We love you and we believe in you. God bless. God bless.